0: Why, hello, my lovely Heart of Dating family, and welcome to this mini series. You guys, today we are talking about Failure Redirected. And this actually coincides with Chapter 7 of my book, Thank You for Reducting Me. Now, if you missed it, our conversation with Carlos Whitaker came out just a few days ago and y'all, it was a fire, on fuego, all the things. I love Carlos, love what he stands for, the man that he is, how he is walking out his life today and so highly encourage you to go check out that episode. So let's get into this. Failure redirected. Now, I don't know what season you are in right now, my friend. Maybe you lost your job last year. Maybe you put your all into starting a business and it's taking forever to build or maybe it's not panning out exactly as you thought. Maybe you took a risk and you actually left your job but you haven't figured out what the next step is in your life. Maybe you put yourself out there with a guy or a girl and the door was slammed in your face with a I'm not interested. Whatever it is, today I wanna talk about what it looks like to redirect failure in your life. Now here's the thing, first of all, Did you know that this podcast, Heart of Dating, was started in the wake of a heartbreak? You guys should know that because it is true. And I actually talk all about that breakup in chapter five of my book. It's called The Ugly Cry. And that was a really, really, really hard breakup in my life. Now, before that breakup, actually, and I don't talk about this that often, but something you should know is that a year and a half before that big breakup in my life, before Heart of Dating, I was actually let go of my high-powered career as a senior buyer in fashion. Yep, that is true, y'all. And if you didn't know, I worked in fashion. Well, now you know. That is a whole different side of my life in my previous times as Kate living in New York and at the beginning of my time in L.A., and for that, I actually tell the full story of my job in fashion and what that looked like and how it was driven by career and success. That's all in chapter seven of my book. And by the way, you guys, that chapter is called the dreaded F word, which the F word we're speaking about is failure. Okay, nobody freak out. We're talking about failure here. But if you haven't figured it out by now, by listening to this podcast, I used to live my life to work. Like seriously, I thrived off of being the best, off of putting all of my everything into what I did. It was honestly my MO for a really long time. I was a very big performer. I'm an Enneagram 3. And honestly, if I'm being that much more honest with you, I still struggle with being a performer and some of those tendencies. Sometimes I'm a workaholic and I have to really learn to continually bring myself back and balance my life. Now, why was it that I was living to work, living to perform? Honestly, deep down under the layers, it was because it felt like something I could control. I wanted to control, and the way I could control was by doing all the things, being all the things, and performing well. Underneath that layer, why did I want to control so badly? Well, for me, it was because so much of my upbringing felt like it was something I couldn't control. My parents were fighting a lot. There was a lot of turmoil in my upbringing, and there was a lot that I just couldn't control. And so because I felt so out of control as a child, I started to turn to something that made me feel in control as well as seen, because a lot of that, that time in my childhood, I didn't really feel seen as well. I kind of felt ignored. So the way I dealt with this was Performing. I was trying to be the best, do all the things, you know, the yearbook editor, star athlete. Well, wasn't really a star athlete, but I was an athlete and I got straight A's. I was totally the cliche teacher's pet, all the things. I had to dress to the nines. I made sure I looked good every day. Like everything was me performing. So all of that to say, To be let go a few years ago from my high-powered career in fashion, one that I worked tirelessly to make happen over years and years and years, and I worked my way up, honestly, when I got let go from that job, it felt too devastating to bear at first. So there I was, flash forward two years after losing my high-powered career, now in the midst of dealing with a heartbreak, grieving from a heartbreak I didn't see was coming, And that's where Heart of Dating comes in. It was in that season of healing and lamenting that God ended up putting a different dream on my heart. He started whispering within me that he wanted me to start a podcast. And when I prayed about it and asked God, like, wait, what in the world? Why would I start a podcast? What is this even going to be about? I kept feeling dating being impressed on my heart. And I got to say this, if you were in the room the first moment that I felt on my heart that I would start a podcast on dating, I probably like took a double take to God and I was like, excuse me, are you serious right now? Like you have to be cray cray. (laughs) I was in total shock. Either I was going insane or God was leading me into some seriously uncharted territories Now, maybe the idea of a single woman with plenty of failed relationships talking about dating was, in fact, a little cray-cray at the time, but here's what I've grown to learn is that God's greatest blessings often come from inviting us to lay down all of our fears, step out, and do something just a little bit crazy, and to do that, it takes a lot of crazy faith, the kind of faith that sometimes makes no sense at all. The kind of faith where we have to release control and really hand it over to God. The sort of faith that causes us to eventually step out, wearing that cloak of surrender to do things that seem potentially impossible to us or terrifying, frightening. I never want to do that. Ah! This type of faith inspires us to step onto a moving train in boldness, even though we have no flippant idea where that train is headed. I'll be really honest that I had no idea the first thing about picking up a microphone and interviewing someone, let alone how I would actually get quality guests onto my show. I was like, Who's going to say yes to little old me? You know, my mind went to this Rolodex of fears. It was like, I'm not qualified. I don't know how to interview. No one's going to want to listen to me. People are going to think that I'm just a fraud or that I have no idea what I'm saying because clearly I haven't fully done this right in the past. But friends, this is what I want to tell you today with our quote unquote failures in life or our perceived future failures. What I've learned about our fears to put ourselves back out there again after failure is this. Our fears are really helpful gauges or indicators, but they don't have to rule our lives. I say this in chapter seven of my book, when God calls you to something you're terrified to do, he will provide a way through it. I'll say it again. When God calls you to something you're terrified to do, he will provide a way through it. So here are some things I learned as I stepped out to start Heart of Dating after losing my career and after losing a man that I really thought I was going to marry. This is how I want to encourage you to step out again after you receive a no or a closed door in your life. First of all, if fear pops up, that's okay. I want to encourage you, get curious about where that fear is coming from and consciously make the decision to hear what it has to say. Pay attention, get curious with it. I think oftentimes as Christians, we're like, no fear. I will stand in no fear. And I'm not saying that is bad. We don't want to be dictated by fear, but oftentimes our fear is trying to say something to us. And if we don't at least acknowledge the fear, like, thank you, or trying to protect me, then it will still be there. And it sometimes comes back even with a vengeance, even harder and louder the next time. So pay attention to what the fear is trying to tell you and just have enough strength and discernment to say, you know what, I appreciate you, but I'm not going to let you rule my life because I know that I need to do this. I know you're trying to protect me. Thank you for doing that. I'm gonna do this anyway. And then keep moving forward. Next thing, have a fully surrendered expectation as you step out again and put yourself out there. Now this has to do with a job, starting something new, or even in dating, okay? Some of the victory in putting yourself out there is just doing the dang thing, stepping out in courage after failure and trying again. I mean, that takes a boatload of courage and bravery. As Brené Brown says, stepping into the ring of courage. But If that job doesn't accept you or if that side business doesn't become a crazy success or if your Instagram account doesn't become viral or your TikTok account doesn't become viral or even if that guy or girl that you dropped the hanky on is not interested in you, none of that has to define you because if you go in with a surrendered expectation in the process, it won't define you. But if you have a really high expectation of this needing to happen, because if it does, it will validate me, it will make me feel more worthy, more lovable, whatever, and it doesn't happen, then you will feel like it defines you. It will hit you really hard and knock you down potentially. So make sure that you have a surrendered expectation as you step out and put yourself out there. And the third thing here is remember If you are not the quote unquote best or the most successful at whatever you're stepping out and doing, remember that God is still working behind the scenes through all of it. Maybe God's point of having you step out is not so that you have the perceived success that you were potentially envisioning, but rather maybe it's an opportunity to bring you confidence, to provide healing, to make you humble or give you unexplainable courage to step into the next thing in your life. Whatever it is, it can still be a gift to your soul that should be kept safe and treasured. That's right, failure and rejection can be a gift to your soul that can be kept safe and treasured in many ways. And I just wanna speak this truth over you right now. Your identity, it is not a failure, even if you experience failures. I'm gonna say that again. Your identity is not failure, even if you experience failures in your life. When you walk into something with enough strength and perseverance and are willing to face the risk of failure while removing the need for validation and performance or whatever void you have in your heart, I believe that something truly magical happens. You start to boldly take risks. You don't care if you succeed or not because you know that no matter what, You will learn from this experience and you will be better because of it. You will work hard and not to gain validation, but to fulfill a greater purpose that's been put on your heart and to grow into the person that you are becoming. The ultimate truth is this. Underneath it all, you are a gorgeous masterpiece built with a unique purpose that's being carried out through every single turn of events so my question and my challenge to you today is this, are you ready to start walking through your life in 2021 this year, believing that it's true, that you are a gorgeous masterpiece, that you were built with a unique design and a unique purpose. And that unique purpose is being carried out through every single turn of events in your life, through every closed door. God is redirecting that quote unquote failure into something else. It is your choice to start believing that. It is your choice. All right, friends, that's it for today's mini-series. I hope this encouraged you. And if you're liking what you're hearing, I'm just gonna put it out there. Check out my brand new book, Thank You for Rejecting Me. A lot of this that we talked about today was taken from chapter seven of my book called The Dreaded F-Word. My book comes out on February 16th, and you can get it on pre-order right now. Also, if you snag that pre-order, you're gonna get some epic pre-order bonuses, including a series I created in the wake of my last rejection, which was in the fall of 2020. I created a series that's called "How to Get Back Up When Rejection Knocked You Off Your Feet." It's the five steps that I took to just start taking steps day by day by day in the wake of an immediate rejection that will help you to just stand back up and start walking forward. So, if you're interested in doing that, I would really appreciate it. It helps helps me a lot to get pre-orders and that would be incredible and you can go to tyfrm.com or thankyouforrejectingme.com and you can check out my book and all the places to buy it all right y'all love you and see you next week this show is part of the converge podcast network